Hey everybody, Jennifer Maggio here, and you are listening to the Salem Web Network's Single Mom 101 podcast series. I want to encourage you to check out all the podcasts in this series. I have been so honored to be part of this series. I run an organization called the Life of a Single Mom Ministries, and we serve a little over 114,000 single moms each year. And so we live, eat, sleep, and breathe single moms. We love you guys so much. And as a former single mom myself, I can tell you that one of the biggest challenges that I faced was making sure that I was doing this whole parenting thing right. And I know that many of you out there, regardless of whether you have been a single mom for a few months or a few years, or whether your children are six months or 16 years old, we all go through those parenting questions of wondering whether or not we are effective, whether or not we are doing it well, and whether or not we are raising our children up in the way that they should go. And so today is all about Single Parenting 101, what are the top things that every single mom needs to know to parent well? And so I'm going to jump right in. The first thing is that um, you need to be addressing the I in parenting. In other words, you need to be looking at yourself first. Now, that may be counterintuitive to what um, you are doing. If you are anything like me, it's all about the kids. You are constantly uh, worrying about the kids, cleaning up behind the kids, praying for the kids, trying to provide financially for the kids, and uh, journaling about the kids. It's all about the kids. But I now have children who are 24 and 22 years old. And I think about those older children and the things that really worked well and the things that frankly didn't work so well through the years. And one of the things that I know to be true is in order for you to be the best mom that God has created you to be, you cannot ignore the things internally that are going on. And in order to address the I in parenting, there are three questions that I want to encourage you to ask yourself uh, about your parenting season. And so the first one is, am I enjoying my current season? The significance of that question cannot be understated. Ecclesiastes, as we will well know, uh, details every season under the sun, every timing under the sun. And sometimes we are so caught up in the, this is not how it was supposed to be thing, that we can't enjoy what God has put in front of us. And so I want to encourage you right now to answer that question honestly. Am I enjoying this season? And you know, the scripture talks about that there's a time for everything under the sun, a time to laugh, a time to dance, a time to cry. And the scripture goes on and lists all these different times. And you may be in a season when it's a very difficult time. So let's not deny that single motherhood is a difficult thing. But I also believe with all my heart that you can have joy in the midst of that difficulty. You can have joy despite the circumstances. You can have joy in your parenting season, even when it wasn't how it was supposed to be. Um, and so one of the ways that I want to encourage you to begin to experience joy in the season, if you answered honestly a no, no, I'm not enjoying this season is to begin to write down the things that God has blessed you with. Um, And I have taught on gratitude so many times through the years because I believe it is the one key thing that changes our lives. I really believe that. There are um, so many promises that God has promised to us, but we sometimes don't walk in the fullness of joy that he has given to us. And it's because we choose to not be grateful for what we do have. And so what are the things that are in this season right now 
Not the things that you've lost, not the things that you hope one day you will get, but right now in your season, what are the things that you can thank God for and be grateful for? And I want to encourage you to do that on a regular basis, whether it be daily or weekly or whatever works for your schedule so that you can begin to be thankful for what you have in this season. And I want to say um, sometimes um, for me through my parenting years, I focused a lot on the things that weren't working with my children. I focused a lot on the the things that they did that weren't right or the things that didn't seem to measure up to my standards or uh, the things that um, they didn't do well instead of focusing on what they were doing well. So maybe what your gratitude journal or your letter to God says today is thank you that um, little Johnny's fit was only five minutes today because it's been 15 before that. Um, and so maybe the things that you're grateful for right now come in very small doses, but I am convinced, I know, I do not doubt at all that we have been blessed and highly favored by God. And so I want to encourage you to do that. The second question is, do I realize that God put gifts inside me and what am I doing to pursue them? You know, when you're a little kid, it's not hard to dream. Little kids, when you ask them what they want to be, they will immediately spout off astronaut and president and doctor and lawyer and I'm going to move to New York and be an actor on Broadway. There's there's all of these big hopes and dreams that little children have. And do you know what we do as moms? We encourage them and we say things like, you absolutely are. God's given you all the gifts to do that. I know that you can do it. And we give them words of encouragement. What happened to our dreams? What happened to the things that God planted deep within us years ago that we no longer talk about? You know, just because we become moms and just because we become single moms even doesn't mean that God doesn't still have a plan and purpose for our life and there aren't still things that he can do to use us to impact his kingdom. It doesn't mean that there are things that you can't accomplish. The dream may look a little different. The process may be a little bit refined from what you originally thought that it was, but God did not give us dreams for us to not be able to fulfill them. He is going to give us what we need in every season. The best thing you can do for your children to teach them how to achieve their dreams is for you to work towards achieving your own. And so it's so important as a mama that you begin to look at the things that God has given you, the gifts, talents that he's given you and the skills and use those things to accomplish what he's planted deep within your heart. The third and final question is this, do I feel good enough? Do I feel good enough? You listen to me, mom, you are good enough. You lack for nothing. The word says that God will supply all your needs, that he places the lonely in families, that he called you back from the ends of the earth and he would never leave you or forsake you. And there are too many moms, women, men, in fact, that are walking in this feeling of inadequacy that you are not good enough. That is a lie from the enemy. He has this tactic of convincing us that we walk in shame and that we'll never be good enough to be true children of God. That is not true. And until you begin to see yourself the way that the Lord sees you, it's going to be very difficult for you to parent your children well. You will parent your children through guilt. You will parent your children through shame. You will parent them through feeling inadequate, and it will not be effective. And so if you want to know what is the most important thing that you can do as a single mom to parent well, it is to address the I in parenting. Moving on.
There are three questions that you need to consider when you're living as an example for your children. And so that's point number two is that you are a living example to your children. Uh, I can remember my dad saying so many times through the years, don't do as I do, do as I say do. And that's an old adage that you have likely heard your parents say as well. But the truth is, is that our children don't do as we say do. They do as we do. They emulate what they see. We have seen that time and again. Um, It's so funny when I uh, look at my children now, my adult children, how they behave very similar to me and um, and how they have similar characteristics and behaviors. And I know it's because they have seen me do those very same things. And so here are some things that I just want to ask you to be really honest with yourself about regarding your parenting. One is, would I want my children to duplicate this same behavior? And The behavior could be one of a million different things, but am I doing things in front of my children that I want them to one day do? Um, And those can be everything from how you're talking to your children, how you talk to your friends and family, how you behave at work, um, the level of integrity and character that you operate with. Do you steal cable from the neighbor's house? Uh, Do you return the buggy? Uh, Do you pay for all the groceries, even whenever there was a roll of toilet paper underneath the buggy that you forgot? Do you go back in? All these little things add up to be big things. And we are charged with raising up men and women in the way that they should go. And the way that we do that is we give them a model to duplicate. Would I want my children to duplicate what I am doing? The second question is, do I behave the same way inside and outside of my home? Now, the caveat to that is recognizing that we're all more comfortable inside our homes and we can kind of let our hair downs and be a little bit more free. But what we don't want to show our children is that on Sundays, we behave a certain way for the church folks and we uh, clean up real well and we smile and we sit together and everything is perfect and charming. But then the other six days of the week, we have a lifestyle that does not at all look like what our Sunday mornings look like. Do you, um, inside your home, create a safe place where um, Scripture is talked about, where Scripture is taught, where you are emulating Scripture in a way that gives your children something to um, be able to positively um, uh, emulate as well? Are those things part of your day-to-day? Um, I've shared this many times, but I'll just share with you guys who may be new to our listening audience. You know, I can remember this whole difficulty that I had growing up of being in church every Sunday. Um, My dad was actually a deacon at a local church for many years, and we cleaned up well on Sunday mornings. But then the dichotomy of what was happening behind the scenes the other six days of the week at my home and how I always secretly felt like that I would never measure up. And if people really knew what was going on behind the scenes, we wouldn't be welcomed at this church. And if people really understood how my dad was or how my family was, that we wouldn't be welcomed in this church. And frankly, it really gave me difficulty in understanding the love of my Heavenly Father and what it was to be a true, real Christian. A true, real Christian is one that fails every single day. But we are submitted to the call of God on our life and his um, His son's blood that paid for all of our sins. And we want to honor him by loving him and obeying his commandments. That's what a true Christian is. It doesn't mean that you don't fail. But are you trying really hard to show your children the right way? And the final question is this. Have I taught my children that my relationship with the Lord is the most important thing to me? 
what's the most important thing in your life right now? You know, when I'm talking with single moms and I ask them that question, what's the most important thing to you right now? Most of them will respond immediately with my kids. They'll respond with making sure my kids have enough and um, that I'm doing uh, right by my kids and that I'm raising my kids up well. And there's nothing wrong with those things. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But very often we can create idols out of our children if we're not really careful. And what happens is we put them above everything else in our life. We put them above our own needs. We put them above our relationship with the Lord. We put them above um, our future spouse if we one day go to remarry. And that is not God's design. God's design is that his relationship with us comes first. And out of that flows everything else. And so are you showing your children that your relationship with the Lord is the most important thing? And the final thing in parenting your children well is that you must learn to trust the Lord. Now, seems easy. Yep, Jennifer, of course I trust the Lord. But let me ask you this. Do you trust the Lord with your present, with your past, and with your fears? Your present is what's happening in your certain circumstances today. The financial matters you have, your parenting concerns that you have, the things that you're battling each and every day. Do you trust Him with those things enough to not be filled with anxiety and worry? Do you trust Him with your past enough that you would be able to let go of the past, walk in forgiveness of yourself and others, and be completely free of the mistakes that maybe you made in your past? And do you trust Him enough to lay down the fears that you have about your future? That is what I'm talking about. When you trust the Lord, He will give you everything that you need to parent those children well. Listen to me, single moms. It's so important that you recognize that your children will make mistakes. And that's not because they're in a single mom's home. That's because they're kids. And we all fall short of God's glory and we all make mistakes. But it's also important that you recognize that you have to give them the freedom to make those mistakes. Give them the freedom to make some choices so that as they're growing up, you can teach them well and that you stay the course Moms, you can do this thing called life. You can do this thing called parenting well. Stay the course, persevere, seek God daily, and He will supply every need that you have in your home. God bless you. Thank you for uh, tuning in to this uh, Single Mom 101 series. We hope that it is blessing you. This has been Jennifer Maggio with the Life of a Single Mom Ministries. Single Mom 101 is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Jennifer Maggio by visiting lifeofasinglemom.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. Well, the physician comes in and says, tells this lovely couple, hey, your son's not going to make it. But there's a young girl here in the hospital who just delivered a baby girl and she's given her up. She's going to leave her here. Do you want her instead? That was chart topper Ryan Stevenson sharing a personal testimony on The Walk, a podcast for worshipers. Join us weekly to hear artists, songwriters, worship leaders, filmmakers, and other creatives tell their stories in the form of a devotional. The Walk can be found on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast platform.